Welcome to our third and final bonus episode for the summer. This is 10 Minute Talks, and I'm your host, Lane Pfeiffer. In case you're not familiar with the show, here on 10 Minute Talks, we discuss any and all topics that affect both the people and the world around them. Most episodes will bring on a guest star to join on the conversation that is either affected by, knowledgeable of, or against the topic at hand. So now that you know what our little show is about, sit back and grab your favorite snack or drink, if you will, and enjoy the ride. Because it's about to get interesting. As I'm sure most of you listening can agree, this past summer has been pretty crazy. After all, with COVID-19, protests taking place all over the world and the 2020 election, not to mention the murder hornets. Yes, people, I mentioned them. The last few months have been one heck of a roller coaster, and on top of all of that, it's nearly back to school season. On July 15th, Governor Laura Kelly announced that all K-12 schools are not open until sometime after Labor Day in September. However, on July 22nd, the Kansas Board of Education rejected the governor's order to delay reopening schools. This, of course, I believe was an irresponsible decision. While I do understand the urgency of why we should open schools back up and get students back into the classroom, the chances of them getting sick due to an increase of COVID cases is simply not worth the risk. According to weather.com, there have been over 24,000 reported cases in Kansas alone, and roughly 360 of them are within Crawford County. This pandemic is becoming more of a problem than we realize, and we need to take action rather than ignoring the dangers. After all, we're not just talking about one child possibly getting sick here, we're talking about hundreds. And think of the families and members of the Pittsburgh community that the virus could possibly spread to. Although the USD 250 school district is yet to announce their plan of action, I have full confidence that they will do anything and everything they can in order to ensure the safety of their students. And with that being said, I'd like to mention that earlier this month, Governor Kelly released an executive order that would require Kansas to wear face masks in most public places, specifically if you had to be within six feet apart or less, and the order has had mixed responses. While the vast majority of businesses and corporations are denying customers that aren't wearing face masks, and as a result, citizens have become rather agitated with the executive order. While I do understand that as an American, you have the right to not wear a mask, it is also increasing the chances of getting someone else exposed to the virus. In the article, here's how wearing a cloth mask helps fight the spread of the coronavirus. Pugmentologist Reed Dewick, MD chairman of the Cleveland's Clinic Respiratory Institute, said, quote, There's evidence that such masks reduce the exhaled aerosols from infections, but asymptomatic individuals, he says. By blocking the exhalation of virus particles into the air around you, your mask is keeping the virus from spreading, end quote. As you can see, wearing a mask does help prevent spreading the virus and keeping those around you safe. And with the new squeaker just around the corner, Governor Kelly says that all students will need to be wearing a face mask of some sort when in the building, which is a rather responsible and safe precaution to take, in my opinion. This upcoming school year is going to be rather challenging and difficult for both students, parents, teachers, and staff. While a majority is uncertain, as a rising senior, I refuse to let this virus ruin my senior year. We might not get to have pep rallies, school dances, or the fun classroom energy we all love and miss, but at the end of the day, life is the way you make of it, and I plan to make mine memorable, as should many of you. So that being said, allow me to introduce my dear friend, senior Rebecca Sheward. Hey, Becca, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Good, how are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you for asking. Do you want to get right back into this? Okay, so how's your summer been so far? Uh, it's going pretty good. I have two jobs and I'm a part of cheer and band. Mm-hmm. So those three things have made up most of my summer. I've not done much and I'm trying my best to do social distancing, mm-hmm. even though I have all those things going on. So yeah, it's pretty much my summer. Right. Yeah, mine has been pretty much the same. I got a job and... Uh, have been doing nothing but work, uh, pretty much, and yeah. everything with newspaper and uh, equality club and you know stuff like that. So, yeah, 
For sure, yeah. So, how about you tell me some ways that you've been preparing for your senior year? So, um, this summer especially, I've been most like mostly focusing on my goals and activities that I do for the school. Mm-hmm. Um, since this is my last year, and senior year should be the best year, you know? Mm-hmm. So, most of my classes are fun classes, so I'm not too worried about getting A's. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been going to your practice, and I've even performed for the Big No for a part of their virtual concert series. Whoa! And, yeah, I'm trying to um, do new things and experience, like, things I've never had done before. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a part of senior year. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Good for you, man. Um, so what are your thoughts on school starting back up in mid-August? back to school and return to normal, I don't think that it is the smartest decision mm-hmm. because cases are way higher than they were when we stopped face-to-face classes last spring. Mm-hmm. And I feel like opening up all the schools will surely make cases increase no matter what precautions we take. Um, I mean, especially for elementary schools when kids are so little, mm-hmm. I don't think they could understand the seriousness of the situation. Right. So there's so many... Um, like, worries about opening up so quickly. Yeah, I'm pretty concerned um, myself, too, and everything, because it's not just, you know, the likelihood of one kid getting sick, you know, it's the likelihood of hundreds of kids getting sick, and then you've got to think about the families and the staff and administration that have to go a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a risk for not just children, but for... Mm -hmm everybody who is around the children. Exactly. That is such a scary risk to take. For sure, yeah. Uh, Do you think we should have waited until September to open schools back up? Honestly, I think we should have waited until our cases were significantly lower. Mm -hmm. um, Just because we shouldn't be taking a risk. um, And as much as I'd love to go back to school because, you know, it's senior year and all that stuff, um, mm-hmm. I would much rather waited um, till September and starting up back again in August. You're right. Yeah, me too. And I've read some information about it, and I think it said that even though school is starting in August, we won't be able to do any activities until after Labor Day. Like, band or um any encore things or theater like i think you would have to wait until sometime after september in like around labor day for us to be able to do any of that stuff yeah which that is so it's gonna be really weird going back to school right not doing anything for a couple weeks yeah i mean like our education is important sure but like we gotta we gotta have those moments (laughs) yeah most of my classes are really based uh, I have a ton of music classes, and they're just based around my interests and activities that I do anyway, so mm-hmm. being in part of the class and not doing the activity outside, it is going to feel really weird. Right, yeah, mine's the same way too, actually. Uh, what are your main concerns for the upcoming school year? My main concern is the uncertainty of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so many different outcomes that can come from this. Right. And... Um, you know, I'm so involved in the school that I don't know if I need to change my class schedule so I can take classes that could be online instead of, um... Like face-to-face? Yeah, like, it's really hard. Like, 
like last year, I had a lot of classes that, you know, you had to be there. Mm-hmm. And um, once it's all switched online, I, like, didn't really, I didn't have much work in those classes because you just had to be there mm-hmm. for the class. And so that's a kind of a concern. And also it's just for the safety of people. I mean, I work two different jobs and then just going to school with, like, with all the risks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just nervous that, like, I could spread it or I could get it. And I feel like that goes for every student, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like with going back to school, like, there's going to be so many students that are just going to be, like, super anxious and stressed out. And with schoolwork on top of that and trying to make sure you're not getting anyone sick and, you know, doing what's best for you and your family, it's it's going to be a really, really, really hard time for everyone, for sure. Yeah, it, and it's, it's also new. Mm-hmm. I, I've been to school, preschool, and they've never taught me what to do in this situation. Exactly. that goes for all students. I mean, that goes for teachers, staff. Like, we all don't really know how to deal with this because we've never dealt with it before. Exactly. Like, this is a big moment in history. Um, What are some precautions that you believe the school district here should take? Um, Definitely masks, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, they do help. And I feel like... Um, as much as it would suck, mm-hmm. um, I know it wouldn't pertain to the elementary school as much, but for middle school and high school, I feel like we should all be in the same classroom throughout the day mm-hmm. and not switch to seven different classrooms. Right. Um, just to minimize the spread. And then also with activities, um, I would be really sad for them to cancel or to be postponed, but at the same time, activities through the school, especially sports and um, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if we could postpone it, that would be so great. I mean, it would minimize our risk of getting more cases. Right, for sure, yeah. Okay, so despite everything COVID-wise, you know, possibly not getting to do everything that you get to do for your senior year, you know, how do you plan to make your senior year a memorable one? That was awesomely said for one, and some really great advice, actually. Um, I will definitely keep that in mind uh, for our senior year and everything. Um, I think I have a majority of what I need, but is there anything else you'd like to mention by chance? Um, just, uh, just stay positive, and even though through this uncertain time, 
that everything will turn out okay. Um, I feel like, especially for our seniors, it's going to be a really sad year. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we don't know. So um, I know this sounds kind of corny and stuff, but your glass should always be half full, um, especially through these challenging times. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I love that so much. Thank you so much for doing the interview, Rebecca. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Well, that's our show. See, I told you it was sweet and savory. Feel free to tune back in next month for another episode. As always, stay informed, stay interesting, and be kind to others. 